So what is a curse? What is a curse? A curse is words that are intended to invoke a supernatural power to afflict harm, to destroy, to kill, or to punish someone. I'm going to say that again. It is words intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm, to destroy, to kill, or punish someone. Proverbs 26, 2 says that a curse undeserved will not come. It means that if you have a curse, you deserve it. The Bible says in Proverbs 26, 2, that a curse undeserved will not come. That if you don't deserve it, in other words, if you have not opened a door, the curse will not come to you. You see, the biggest problem that we have when we have curses is not accepting that we have a curse. Oh, because I give tithes an offering. Oh, because uh, I am an assistant pastor. Oh, because I am a prophetess. Oh, because I am a prophet. Oh, because, 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 because. And because it's going to take you to hell. Because you always find an excuse and you're not taking responsibility for what is happening to you. It could have come from your ancestor, but I serve a mighty God, a mighty powerful God. So how come God is not telling you what's going on? Are you listening? Or are you only listening to what you want to listen? Do you really want to be free? I, I am not ashamed to say that out of desperation, I had to go to God and he was there for me. And I, today I praise God that God is using this to bless so many people because I will never stop teaching about this. As long as the Lord, of course, allows me because I want to see the people free. There are different type of curses. I'm going to mention to you some of them. They are ancestral curses. Ancestral, they come from our forefathers. Generational curses, it's, let me give you an example, that in your family, everybody has diabetes. Or that in your, fa in your family, everybody gets divorced. Okay? A generational curse you'll see in your family. What is a personal curse? And I think this is the, this is, to me, I think this is the, the biggest curse because we impose these curses on us. Inherited curses, the word says, curses that came from our families, forefathers. They are tribal curses, especially in Africa. You can see that a lot because there are so many tribes. So they are curses that come from that tribe. 
their international curses. That there is the same curse everywhere in the United States and even outside of the United States. They curses that travel. And then there is the spouse and children curses. How many times if your child or your spouse has cursed you because he or she were mad? Many times, many people have gone through that. Another way that these curses come on you is when you have several partners, sexual partners. Remember, they have all kinds of curses in their life and they will pass them to you. God's word is full of warnings. Why? Because God tells us that a sexual relationship should only be between a husband and wife. Oh, did he say that to punish me? No, he didn't say that to punish you. He said that to you and me. So we cannot go through the hell that we go through with these uh, entities or spirits or demons in our life. We see it as God didn't have compassion. No, it's not, it doesn't have nothing to do with compassion. God wants us to avoid the pain. God's word is full of warnings, but we don't listen. Do you think that God is warning us so he can be, oh, look at this. No, it's because he knows the consequences. He knows that when we open the door, the enemy, if it's not today, it's going to be tomorrow, but eventually it's going to destroy you. Let me give you an example of a curse that I experienced. There is someone that I know, knew in the past, and uh, she got pregnant. And after she got pregnant, her husband left her. And she hated that pregnancy. So what do you think that is going to happen to that child? Think about it. Because the child feels everything that the mom is feeling. And you know that that child is going to come with a lot of problems. He's going to feel rejected. He's going to feel not loved. It's the same when the pregnancy is wanted, but the father says, I want a boy. And the mom is carrying a girl. There is power in the words that come out of our mouth. So that's how we get curses. And that's how we impose curses on other people. What is a covenant? Because we're talking about what is a curse. So what is a covenant? It's an agreement. It's a contract. It's a pact. It's a promise that you made with someone. Our grandfather and uh, father, mother, whenever they say to you, I will be there, I will be there. And now 
People can tell you, I will get this for you, and you know that they will never get anything for you. So they made a covenant, they made an agreement, they made a promise, but they never kept, kept the promise. So the problem is that when you don't keep that promise, you are putting yourself in harm. Because Psalm 7420 says, Honor your covenant. Has respect for your covenant. For the dark places of the earth are full of violence and cruelty. Where are the dark places of the earth? What is full uh, cruelty and violence? Isn't that sounds a little bit like hell? And also, it feels like what we are going through in America. Colossians 1.13 says, For who has delivered us from the power of darkness? And he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So if God has delivered us from the power of darkness, and he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, we need to confess that every single day. When we go through this situation, we need to say, no, 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 uh-uh, no, 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 no. God deliver me from the power of darkness. So you go in the name of Jesus. You cannot say it one time. You cannot say it two, three, four. It might take a million times, but you need to continue because the problem is that when you don't, don't continue dealing with that situation in your life, the power of darkness knows that you're weak. With this one, I can have fun because he is weak or she is weak. Matthew 6, 19. It says, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you sow, you shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall lose on earth will be loose on heaven. So we have the power. We already won because Jesus won. So we have the power. So what is the problem? That we don't believe it, including me many times. God is changing me, but so we need to believe it. So now from now on, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose. I'm going to bind. I'm going to, why? Because God has already given me the power. When I said tormented at the beginning, what I want you to think every time that you listen to that word, it is that most of the people that are tormented is because somehow, somewhere, they have dealt with witchcraft, knowingly or unknowingly. You have been abused as a child. You have been rejected as a child because the enemy is going to use all of that to try to destroy you. But one of the easiest way that humanity and the people in America 
is getting tormented is number one through music. I don't have the time to go on because I only have until um, 10.45. Music is number one. This is God. God gave me a list. This is from him. Videos, looking at the wrong videos, looking in the internet at things that you don't have no business looking. Those demons from there, they're going to come on you. And you're going to be tormented. So wrong connections. When you are connected, and this is something that I have spoken about so many times. If you are keeping yourself unto God, you cannot be around everybody. But for us, it's more important uh, an earthly uh, uh, friendship than to please God. And honestly, the only reason that God is telling you leave that, leave that uh, connection away, it is because God doesn't want you to be tormented. And then we blame God and then we do whatever we want and we go party and we go do whatever and even at work. You are connecting with people that you don't know if behind the scenes are witches. Because they go to church doesn't mean anything. And because we don't have discernment to know what it is right and what is not from God, we get involved and we are possessed tormented because the relationship we can be tormented through a book we can be tormented through a video we can be tor tormented through tv listen you don't believe me one day you will find out because anybody that disobey god pay the consequences and that's what one of the things god told me to emphasize to you you play you pay some people, he said, some people don't get delivered because they denied that they could have an entity or a demon in them. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And they will be tormented for the rest of their life. Plus going to hell, they will be tormented again. Rejection is a, a door that is open for you to be tormented. One thing that you need to know, I will never be ashamed. If I have a problem, I'll look, I'll do whatever God tells me to do because I need to be free. I will not allow a demon to harass me after Jesus paid for me to be free. But for that, there is a price that you need to pay. The sources for us to open doors and curses to come is not putting God first. And I believe with all my heart, that's number one. And people say, God is first in my life. God is first in my life. 
And I am here sitting today and I said, is he really first in your life? Number two, we need to bring to the altar what belongs to him. His word says, and I don't care any debates or anything. God needs my whole payment. Everything that I receive, God, God deserve it because he created me. So if there are people that are uh, um, um, arguing about tithes and offering, that's up to you. I do it gladly. And you know why? I am alive today because of him. It's either you spend your money in medicine, good food, or you give it to Jesus. And then you will have good food and that you don't have to pay for medicine. So we bring to the kingdom of God. When we do not obey God in tithes and offerings, that's another door that is open. It's also about taking communion. The Bible says to be careful not to take communi communion unworthily. It means that before we take communion, we always ask the Lord to forgive our sins because we sin every day. There is another open doors through our words. And you know what the Bible says about words. There is another open door about thoughts. When we start thinking negative thoughts, we are opening doors for all these things to come. Remember, Satan's job is to destroy you and me. And unless we see it that way, that it took, I don't know how long for me to really understand that his only job is to destroy me and destroy you. Because in my mind, I cannot understand how someone can be so evil. But when you really, really, really take this at heart and take the word of God when he said he came to destroy, to kill and destroy. And we here, we are allowing him through our open doors for him to come and possess us because that's the word. So be careful with what comes out of your mouth. Be careful what you think. Your thoughts are important. He said, be careful what you hear. Be careful what you see. Be careful what you speak. Number five is when our mind has not been renewed by the word of God, we open doors. When we watch porno, when we choose to masturbate, those are doors, big time doors for you to come and destroy yourself. When we are in disobedience, when God tells us, this is what I want you to do, and you choose to do it your way, it doesn't matter how much you say you love God, you are in rebellion. 
Another door that we have is that we have unconfessed sin. And what we need to do is every day, every day, we sin every single day, confess our sins. Another bad, bad, bad sin is trusting in men. God doesn't want us to trust in anyone other than him. And we make decisions thinking about the natural. What we see with our eyes, we follow the world instead of following the Holy Spirit. We, we need an answer about something and we put our trust in men. And this is getting so bad now that it will be a miracle from God that we can trust someone else. Don't trust me. Trust the word of God. Number 10, speaking evil from a man of God. Speaking evil from the man of God. It does not matter if it's good or bad. That's none of our business. Just let God be God because God is the one that is going to judge us. So let God be God. You're not God. I am not God. So why do I need to be concerned about what the other person is doing? And today is the time for you to be free if you choose to be free. Today it is the time for you to be free if you choose to be free. You or me, and I'm talking about my own experience, if we do not know, this is know, to know, to know, to know, is to become one with this concept that God has already given you the power to be set free. That means that you yourself, you can deliver yourself. I have. And I'll share with you. This is not something that somebody told me. This is real to me. So you can deliver yourself. My situation was that I had a surgery. After the surgery, a month or so, I was very, very tired all the time. And I stay in bed and I ask the Lord, what is going on? And I knew I needed deliverance. I just knew. So I asked the Lord, what? And he said, I said, God says, you need deliverance. And I said, but I don't have anybody to deliver me. And he said, you don't need anybody. You don't need anyone to deliver you. You put your hand on the stomach and you tell the strong man, which was the spirit of heaviness, a spirit of heaviness, you go in the name of Jesus and come no more. Thank you, Lord. I was instantly delivered. I mean, instantly delivered. So if I want to go through a process of deliverance, what I recommend and what I feel this is the right thing is you fast and pray. You bring to the Lord your situation, of course. You clean 
the, your home with oil and the blood of Jesus, cleaning the home, it needs to be something that you do regularly. You must desire to get rid of it. In other words, you must know like that day I knew something, even though I didn't know too much about, you know, what it was or God told me. So I knew I needed to be free. You must believe there is a hindrance. And when you know that is a hindrance, a problem, you must desire to get rid of it. Then when you're alone with God, you're going to ask him to forgive you and forgive others. You are going to renounce to everything that it is not of God. And if something else come up, you again confess the sin. Then you rededicate yourself to the Lord. You pray and ask God for protection and ask God to dispatch holy angels and the blood of Jesus. And then you bind Satan and you bind the strong men and you invite the Holy Spirit. You, are, you pray for a wall of fire and a hedge of protection around you, around the, ha the house, around the family. Remember something that is very important. You cannot deliver anyone. You cannot deliver yourself. And you said, but you just said yes, because this is what you need to understand. God has given you the power to deliver yourself and others. But what it needs to be clear in your mind, it is that only God is the deliverer. That it is your job to speak forth the word of God. That's your job. To believe in your heart and to speak forth the word of God. And just tell that thing without screaming, without any commotion, you just say, you just go. And I know that there will be instances where it's going to be different, but I'm talking about in a normal situation, which is really not normal. Remember that God wants you free. So because of that, you need to understand that it's only through the power of God. It is only through the power of God that we can be free. Don't go back to the same thing again because they're coming back. And if you don't want any of these things to come back to you, you need to clean your home. So when I'm talking about to clean the house, the Bible says, that when you keep in the house accursed items, things that I curse, and I mentioned to you before, you become cursed like them. Look for books. Look for old stuff. 
get rid of them. And the best way to get rid of them is by fire. Okay? The Bible says by fire or by force. Why? Because you want to close all doors so you can move on. I pray that you will be set free. I pray that I have given you the tools by the power of the Holy Spirit to go. Don't be afraid. In the name of Jesus, you cast that out. Usually we send those things to those dry and uninhabited place until judgment day. And that's all you have to say. Because God is going to be with you. The Holy Spirit is going to be with you. And once and for all, you're going to be free. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you praise, Lord. I declare and decree that everyone that is watching the podcast will be totally changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we adore you. We thank you for teaching us how to be free. We thank you, Father God, for opening our minds to us. So now, when these difficult times that are here ready, we can help others. Because this is the purpose, to be able to help many and to bring many to your kingdom. Lord, as we have been set free, we will be able to free everybody else. I declare that everyone that is listening to the podcast, Father, that their minds will be open that their heart, that that love of God will flow into their heart, that they will come to know, to love people the same way you love people. They will hear, Lord, and they will see in the name of Jesus, Father, and for your glory. Amen and amen.